everyone, and welcome back to a new season of How We the Toddcast. I am Ross from RGX Media, and I'm stood virtually opposite my broadcaster colleague, broadcast colleague? Michael Briggs from Michael Briggs Photos, and our broadcast colleague. Well, you know, this is what we're doing anyway. So, yes, Michael, Happy New Year to you. Happy and New Year. Uh, Season's greetings. Uh, I feel like we're on Sky Sports when you call us a broadcast partner. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, now. Oh, please don't make this laugh on this. I'll kill you. I've caught. I've caught everyone. Everyone seems to be bloody with the, down with this lurgy. You've got a lurgy. Me father's got the lurgy. Friends have got the lurgy. Ganel. See, you'll catch it eventually, mate. It comes to the best of us. No, it's not happening. Nah, I'm going. I'm. I'm going to the gym. I'm running. I've got. I've getting vitamin D. I've got vitamin C on tap. Um, it's not happening. Not happening. <laughs> well, it's been a long minute, hasn't it, since our uh, last conversation? Um, pretty much, I think the, the previous one was back in November. So it's been a you know Christmas has been a feels like ages ago now, but it's obviously passed, and we are in a fresh year of new opportunities and new things to look forward to. So. How's things been on your end? Uh, well, I mean, we did have a guest as well, we're first guest. So by the time you listen to this year, would the episode will be out by now, hopefully. Which, um, we got there in the end, which I'm I'm happy about. Uh, for our first guest with Amy, which, uh, I st- it, it I still think it was a cracking conversation between us three, and it was just a wonderful bit of insight from Amy who. Who works with him in Wrexham and it literally has like every Hollywood superstar in the MCU walk through the door casually um, and got to experience stuff. But for me, it honestly, mate, it's been really dry. Really, really, really dry. Um, when we last spoke, I think I was sort of like into a. I felt like, well, I think like both of us were really into a sort of groove with our photography. Like we were getting out more and more and more and we were going out and doing landscapes and drone shots and trying to jump on the back of the snow as well when it came and then just towards Christmas like I put the calendars out and they didn't really sell as well as I thought they were going to which which is a shame but people might have saw other calendars or they might not fancied it which is fine um the prints didn't really sell um I just I do know what it is I, I just lost I think right I'm not a fan of Christmas right me and Christmas don't see eye to eye and that's a story for another day um so leading up to it i kind of just like disengaged uh from all kinds of photography apart from when i was doing the mortar stuff which was pretty much keeping us going if i didn't have the mortar stuff i think i think i would have done nothing like <laughs> like i just would have done absolutely nothing um but you know the some calendars sold which i'm very grateful for so thank you for the people who, who did buy the calendars and um the prints as well on the Etsy store as well, which I'm 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 thankful for. I mean, it, it wasn't much money at all, but they're still sold, and um, I'm kind of hoping that you you said a fresh start. Um, I'm kind of hoping that this weather will firstly piss off, so I can actually get outside and take a bloody picture. But can we just let's flip the question? You've been a little bit busier than what I have for more than one way or another, and it may or may not involve not just the Sunland snaps. And the Derby snaps, which we'll get to eventually. Um, you may have gone viral a little bit with with one of your pictures. Am I am I right? Did you did you go viral again, Ross? It just went out smith, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it just you know, it was like this. It was literally like for like. 
for the autumn picture of Durham. Your picture came up on my feed and I thought, that's fucking amazing, that. And then the next thing I know, everyone is sharing this picture. Everyone. We're talk not just talking about friends and connections. We're talking about news feeds, newspaper feeds, city feeds, photography feed. Nate, just tell us how that's been. It just kind of like exploded, mate, really, because I knew I got the um, the autumn shot quite a while back, and it was by chance that the missus suggested, oh, the Christmas market coming on in Durham. Do you want to go there? And I thought, well, here's my chance, knowing the snow's going to be here. So I thought, well, I'll just go back to the same spot and kind of hope for the best. Really, that, uh, that's probably as much thought process as when I didn't think I've got to get to a certain spot and plan and preparation. I, I just left all my main camera gear at home, just brought the drone along, and to give you like how broad and basic it was, I just parked at the same spot. Girlfriend jumps out of the car, she goes looking for squirrels in the graveyard, as daft as that sounds, but she spotted a few, so she's content with that, while I'm just literally in the car, send it up, get the photo and quick video, bring it back down, and then on we go. It wasn't really much more than that, really. And... When you've seen it for obviously through the the, the controller, like seeing it all like visual wise, you think, oh, this is going to look like I can picture how this is going to be. But I honestly did not expect um, the traction and the the reposts of God knows how well it went. It was just kind of insane to the point where I was having to like turn off notifications because I was just sick of seeing <laughs> the same thing popping up every two seconds. I was like, oh man, you start like questioning yourself why did I take this now. It was just nonstop like message here there and everywhere i was just like oh but um but by the side i, I can't complain like the, the, the feedback and everything off the back of it was like insane kind of makes you realize what you why you do it like the, the phone and obviously the you know you, you're not expecting it to go as big as it did but yeah it was just like an incredible like outcome really i couldn't the fact any better really I, I don't know how your phone would, would have recovered to be honest with you <laughs> Oh, yeah, honestly, like, every two seconds, you, you just seen, like, the banner pop down. I'm sick of swiping it up, just going, like, I'm oh, in fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I managed to, like, turn them off, and it was fine from then on. So, again, I don't know if it's, if it's still doing okay from now. I'm guessing it's probably not more of a Christmassy type of theme. But, um, I mean, for a spot, like, what we have in the North East for a drone photo, it's, like, a real iconic point. And I think most people don't actually realise where how Durham is situated. They know it's on the obviously the bank of the weir, but they don't see it from that perspective compared to when you see people getting photographs like um near the bridge nearby or ground level. Mm. It's just like a real like a, it's a classical spot for um the drone stuff. Um I'm trying obviously your plan is to go back in the spring and also the summer to kind of get like the get all for them uh, but I just do have a, I have a feeling they probably won't, won't look good as good as visual wise compared to the others but you never know no that, that was what I was going to follow up with was like are you going to now do it as a seasonal thing like uh, like uh, like when you get all four seasons rolled it went to one but you've already answered me question there so I don't know what to ask you now so <laughs> 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 but it, has it been a bit has it been on top of the, the the bounce back from that i mean have people asked for for prints and stuff How, is it is it rolled into opportunities for you where you can um not just make a bit of coin but just you know is it had a kickback effect where you've kind of had other 
I don't know, businesses or things just knocking on your door saying, oh, we love what you do. Do you think you can do this for us? So, to be honest with you, it's been relatively quiet. I mean, I wasn't sitting back and going, you would go, it's going to freaking, you know, be life-changing far from it. Um, a number of just like, you know, people, more, more stuff based in Durham, really, around that central hub where all the businesses are near the cathedral. So we love your photo, come where you post it and share. I'm just like, you know, yeah, it would be great to freaking make maximize the opportunity of it but i'm like we have where i am i'm kind of like look i like to see like you know support local businesses not saying that they can go off the back of what i've done and then benefit from it but there's a lot of like coffee shops i go to in durham around there that like you know i'd rather just see if they want to use that in terms of like gain you know it's weird like gain business for themselves to get people to come in and like you know make the most of those coffee places and the like i, I just say like doing a good thing not giving a bit back um so that's probably been as far as it has really. Yeah, it's been shared across like other news outlets and stuff, but I wasn't expecting anything major to come of it. To me, I'm just like I'm I'm, I'm grateful for how like how well it's done. And then if anything, nothing's came from that really, to be honest with you. Uh, I thought I thought I genuinely thought it would be something along the lines where you would you'd have one or two business, but obviously it's just a you just had your little viral moment of twenty twenty three, which I I'd I'd be I'd be, you know fairly buzzing if I had one of those like but I mean yeah. I, I tried oh, oh I would be I would have been as well um because I try to do my own version of it, and I want to do the same for the seasons as down at Marine Park so I did one for uh for autumn I did one when the snow was here um and I definitely want to do one for spring and I definitely want to do one for summer which I think um I I I'm 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 curious to find out what it would look like. Probably the same for spring and summer, to be honest with you. Uh, there'll be not much of a difference, but you know, we'll give it a go because it seems to be a nice little feature I do with the drone and also the, um, with the camera as well. Like, but I've done nothing. Like, I've literally just sat and did. I mean, we had a couple of nice sunsets. Don't get us wrong, but then the majority of the photos that I've put on me po- on me um on my Insta page have been from me phone. Like I've not, I've not picked up my camera to go out to do a physical landscape since, yeah, since we last, I think you know when I had that frantic moment of getting me drawn on for the fireworks. Um, mm. I don't think I've, I don't think I've touched my camera, um, other than to do the sports stuff, which I'm not going to complain because I'm enjoying the sports stuff, especially with the pocket three, which we'll get onto eventually, I think, because you know the last time we spoke, I only, I only just got my hands on it, I think, or I bought it. Um, yeah, Blast of it and see how you feel. Oh, it! I've had a good month to, to to play about with it, and it it's 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 a it's so much so much better than having about fifty thousand different lenses um, on the back of on the back of, of me well back, and so um, <laughs> it's it's just it honestly it's it's so it's a. I don't know, should we talk about it now? Should we get out of the way? And then we'll go on to like the, the Yeah, well, the well it's a hot topic, I suppose. Can I, you, when you said you, you... I think I've come up with the last time we spoke, you either, you either just got it or you are on the verge of getting it. And then, obviously, since then, you've had a completely like, play with it. So, I mean, it's obviously a daft question, but in terms of your workflow, is it a lot better than just having that to quickly set up and get started with rather having to put a little rig together and mess about with that because I'm guessing that'll be the case. Oh, yeah, but this is the first time I've used a gimbal, so it's getting me head around, like, I can't just have a like a whip pan like a camera can um, with, you know, how you can just literally whip the camera 
like every bloody videographer is doing these days. You've got to literally like um, you've got to let the gimbal flow, which I've, I've I'm starting to get my head around where I've had to set it to. There's three settings you can have. You can have like slow, default, or fast. So like slow is like obviously like you're tracking slow B-roll shots, and your your defaults like it's sort of like it's not fast, but it's not slow. And fast is what I'm using to try and like follow the players when they're doing the warm up. So I use I use the pocket three for more, but for the for the warm up because um, because you only get like a two time zoom, you, you can't really use it to film football. Like you, you wouldn't see much. Um, but it's good for getting onto the pitch and following the lads, and the lads love it, which is class. Like they've seen the kit and they thought, "How much is that?" And I told them, "They're like for that fucking hell." Um, but the fact that I can film in like D log and also in four K makes it yeah. so much better in terms of an output. Um, the only downside is obviously having to color correct and color grade, which. I've got a setting now saved on me um, on Final Cut, so it's not painstaking as what it is when when I first started to edit it, where I was like literally playing with the the color wheels and trying to make sure like the amber stuck out and the the gra the artificial grass looks green and not like just beige, um, yeah. and you know just making sure everything was quite consistent because I, I I'd use say the drone and I would try and use the slow mo. Um, but no, it's great. Like the screen is is perfect. Like I can use my phone. I can pay it with my phone. I can probably get an attachment for it as well if I think about it. But um, no, no, it's great. Like it's it's so. What's even better is I can literally, if I see like a funny clip or a highlight clip, I can just um, pay it with my phone and pull the clip from the DJI app. Whereas if I've got my camera, you know, I have to do you know put it in the USB stick, put it in my Mac, look for the file download yeah. it and then try like like apple share like um like airdrop it to me phone which that's like five minutes gone ten minutes gone really by the time everything's sorted but with this i can literally just um flick open the the pocket three link it to me phone jobs are good and it, it's honestly it's saved because me back's still not 100 percent. it's it really has saved us from like carrying i don't know i reckon i'm easy carrying like five to seven kilos on me back possibly seven to ten if i think about it like because i've got like lenses the drone um the laptop yeah. in there as well like just everything on me back i'd walk around for for 90 minutes so the fact that all i, all I get to do is just use that to get the build up and the full-time stuff um it makes it so much easier honestly it's so much easier i mean I've, one thing i was gonna say i've noticed like um like other creators that I watch on YouTube and on Instagram and the like, a lot of their like what um, some of their videos have been seen like the downsizing a lot of their gear. They're kind of in the more like you know it's great to have like loads and loads of different cameras and bodies and drones and this that and the other. But I think like but like going into this year, a lot of them are kind of downsizing like by on mats just to make their workflow think. Why overcomplicate with having like all this gear when you can get like something like like a pocket three or a you know you even have like the harness and just give you more by the phone because obviously the cameras are that good and these just record just 4K just to get like all the behind the scenes stuff you don't have to have like a massive setup and I suppose if that's what's working best for you um, and you you found it be a lot easier not just that but also for health as well not having to carry all this extra uh, like pressure on your back and stuff then you know more power too if it's going to be 
make it a lot easier for you. Cause I'd imagine getting around the pitch and everything is a lot easier with this Pocket 3 compared to like running around with like play a camera and a heavier lens on and you know quickly panning around. I suppose this is just going to do what it needs to do. Then you've got the you know you can have fun with the color grid and put you on style. I suppose. Yeah, that that's the thing. I can literally put my stamp on it. Where is the camera that I use to film the the mo- the bulk of the the alternative view is done on my camera, uh, my 700D, which doesn't have uh, any any log and like C or D log footage where I can color grade it. it it's literally just what you what you what you get is what's on the the actual actual screen um which it, it's that's a tricky element because i've got to try and make the two clips kind of link and not look obvious um but it's so fucking good mate honestly it, it's it's definitely it was definitely worth taking a couple of hundred pounds a month of a hit just to get this because it, it honestly i think for the long run i think it's going to be really beneficial for things like um events that require me to be on the move so like running events um football sport in general um you're right obviously with the stabilization on the game but you know they're getting much better as each year passes but i imagine obviously if you are going to be jogging and doing like stuff for your running class you're going to be holding like the gimbal like out in front of you Obviously, you can improve. Like, I'm guessing, does this have like a, a, a series of settings where it could be just like standard stabilization and uh, advanced or like like X? Like, does it have that type of stuff where if you were really like full pelt legging it and hold it in front of you, would it be still like quite perfectly stable or would it does it have those type of settings on or? Um, it it automatically sets the stabilization. You just got you've just got to pick which kind of setting you want on the actual gimbal. So, I think, um I think there's like three modes. I can't remember the the there's a like a, a pan lock which it will not. Um, you can't like lift it up and down. It, oh, sorry, side to side. It's only up and down. Mm. So like that's for your opening shots. There's the FFP mode where it just goes absolutely bananas. Where you can literally just move it until it's it clocks off its axes basically and stops itself. Yeah. And there's like a I think it's just a basic follow mode where it's set for vlogging. Because um, I, I can see why it's a good vlogging camera because you see, if you set the face tracking up, uh, the, by the way, the face tracking is unbelievable. Um, so if, if you set the face tracking up, then it, you, you can't go wrong. Like when you're walking, it doesn't, you can't really notice it unless you're making big bouncy steps. So for me, I'm, you can tell on the videos when I'm walking casually or when I'm walking upstairs or when I'm running because obviously there's that little bit of bounce. But if I like walk yeah. like really like carefully, like almost like a ninja walk, you can't really notice it. So the, I, I remember watching a clip when I was editing the other day where I've clearly turned on the the gimbal, the Pocket 3, and it's all over the shop. And then the minute it turns on, it just, it just settles. Like it, it's just, the difference is ridiculous. Like that would be what I'll be like holding the camera without image stabilization to putting it on a gimbal immediately. It just, it's just totally like stabilized the entire shot and i just thought i've i've banked it here i've, I've banked on a winner and the fact that if because i went for the creator kit so i paid a little bit more um or you know i, I, I did it in installments because i'm i'm skint like but <laughs> but hey with the um with the creator kit you get like the actual device and a, a nice little cover for it which is really handy to keep it protected you get a lapel mic which i've not i think i've used once to test it 
and I've not really used it since. Um, so I'd imagine there'd be some kind of use for that eventually. You get a wide angle um, clip on lens, but I know you sent me some um, UV filters, which I might have to purchase because there's been times when I filmed at Morbeth um, and it's just blown out the background because it's just too bright. Um, you get like a, a little attachment, right? Where you put it on, this is, what, this is how my setup is really. Um, you get like a little attachment. I'm holding it right now, actually trying to describe it. It's like a little block and you clip it underneath the pocket, like you attach it to your pocket three, and underneath it there's a, a hole for where you screw in like a tripod or or, or, anything, or something, you know, it's a normal, a standard, standard issue screw thing, place, yeah. technical terms here on the podcast, uh, you know. <laughs> um, and all I do is I've got like a, a long, really sturdy uh, tripod, a small tripod, so I screw that in there, and um, it extends the the actual device, but also it gives me a bit more control and not worry about putting my hands over the mic. So if you, for me, because um, I watch lots of videos when I when I was doing research, it's like there's three mics on this. One's at the front and there's two at the back. So they, they warn you to say, like, if you're going to hold it, you need to hold it at the very base. Um, so for me, when I started using it, I was like, I cannot hold it at the base and run around. I'll drop it. So then I'll just look at like how I could adapt the kit that you get um, to, you know, I'll just click it in there just to, to make it adapt. So that's what I've done. And then you get like a another large attachment, but that's, it charges your device as you're using it. So if you've got that, so like, I know that sometimes, sometimes if you really bash on a DJI product, like the drone um, or the, the Pocket 3, the battery, depending on how much you use, the battery can go fairly quickly. Um, like you can get like half an hour on some products. I think I've, I've, I haven't charged this and I've used it three times for Morbeth for the warm up stuff. But I have That's used it's it's honestly oh the battery life is, is surprised me big style. Um, you get like a little clip where you again you clip it in and it charges the device as you go, which is absolutely perfect for those who are like if they've charged it, let's say you're doing like a wedding, um, or you're doing like a corporate event and you you juice. Is running low. You're on like ten percent. You whack this in. It'll charge it. It'll full. It'll charge it full blast with one charge. So you've got yourself covered there. And if you buy a couple more of them, then you can't really go wrong. So, I it's it's a it's a it's a good it's a good investment. Like so, if anyone's like, if anyone wants to start in like really basic videography, like to learn how to use 4K, learn how to use a gimbal, learn how to color grade, then. I definitely recommend this. And I'm not getting paid by. I wish I was getting paid by DJI to say that, like, but, uh, but, honestly, if you look look to get it because it's for me who's been using cameras for the best part of nearly ten years. I keep forgetting that we're in 2024. So eight or nine years I've been using cameras, and for seven of those I've been doing it with video, and I've never used um, a gimbal. I think I use one once to run around with to play about with on a on a, a shoot with discovery channel and that was it so to have me own and now understand what i need to do and not have the hassle of the adjust you know this as well mate like adjusting the incrementally the little settings on the gimbal just to make sure it's it's set and stabilized and set correctly you don't have to do that does it for you um yeah i think it's um the way things are going now like the idea of I've said before, like having like a proper camera, video camera, like the proper rig setup, you can, you know, like the quality is just like night and day. But I think in terms of like 
the way a lot of like content creators are not really bothered about having like the huge rig stuff, but they just want to be on the go. Where I've seen people like do like you know interviewing people on the street, just asking like, "What's your thoughts on this?" You always see them like in busy city centres and all like that's all they're going to be using. I mean, I, I, well, I don't know if I was at um, down York at the end of November near where the um, all the stalls that were. I saw two lasses. Like one was obviously having the DGI. It might have been what's the little gimbal called? I had one before. Carry the freaking name of it now, but they had the handheld gimbal with the oh. mobile phone attached. And oh yeah, was just having a microphone. Uh, it was one of the road ones, and just like I couldn't obviously hear what they were saying, but that type of stuff's now a lot more on the rise. Where you know, for in that kind of category, they're probably not asked about having all the big bells and whistles. They just basically want something that can record four K, and you can have it something really small in your pocket and just be on the go. Um, and I think that's kind of there's a, there's a big market for that these days. A lot of people can't be bothered to carry freaking like a tortoise shell like we we do and carry like all various lenses and bloody god knows what. So, well, if you've obviously seen the benefits for from a, after a, bit, a month and a bit, then you know, fair play if it's working for you, then more power to you. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be something that's going to be really handy for us just for, for like a run and gun kind of thing. I'll be really surprised if I get to do any kind of like event for geography and I rock up with this and they're like what the actual fuck <laughs> well, that's the thing isn't it? it's like it's like you know, like it wasn't it's like they like people perceive like, like when they'll see like a full rig monitor system everything they're going oh this is what I'm getting me money's worth for obviously it depends if a person can use it that's the thing but when they see that type of stuff they can be going oh like mostly getting something's going to come good from this hopefully but I suppose the flip side when you if you just say oh, yeah I can do all this and you rock up with that is the, the the people like look at it go what just on that like can I do everything you I'm hoping you can do on but I suppose it's down, but you you've said it before when you sent that link to the that car video where the guy he made it look piss easy on that and the other person was obviously using all the like, bells and whistles and it didn't turn out nowhere near as good you know so just, I suppose it depends down the user I suppose like that's the thing um uh, I'm a bit cautious about going to businesses and be like. Oh, yeah, we'll go. Um, this is me. This is me device, and they look at it and go, "Are you fucking kidding?" Like, <laughs> but I will show them and go, "No, no, no, no. Look, this is what it creates. Bear with us." Um, so um, yeah, it, it, it. I think it's gonna be quite handy, and I think that's me spent for the rest of the year already. <laughs> it just, mm-hmm. but it no, it is really handy. It's 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 definitely up there with one of the best things I've bought. Like it's up there with the drone. Um. And it's it is it is really handy just for not just for the health conscious way I don't have to worry about my back as much, but um, it's there for just making things easy like and not worry about like I mentioned getting up a Ronin prop like a Ronin setup where you've got to like just adjust everything and by the time you've got to arrive at your venue like an hour, excuse me, um, half an hour early just just to spend twenty minutes rigging everything up. Nah, I'm happy with this. Like this, this, this will work for the time being. Like so, uh, definitely, definitely worth investment. And like I said before, if anyone who is looking to just just like like dip the toe into videography, then look at this. Um, the DJI Osmo Pocket Three, it's called. Um, look at it. Just get the camera unit itself. You don't have to spend like seven hundred pounds to get everything, because um, you probably don't need it. You can always buy bits and bobs along the way, but just buy it and then just play with it. It is literally a run and gun kind of kit where you don't have to you don't have to really know 
everything. You can literally do what I've done and just pick it up and make it up as you go along. That's what it's all about, mate. Let's say you can, if you want to go all in with it and spend thousands, but if you've got the dosh, then no fair play. If that's what you want to do, oh. you want to invest in something down the line. But I suppose the flip side, if you, you know, if you still want to go down that route, but your budget isn't stretched that far, there is other great means. The technology is getting better every year. I mean, DGI just freaking throwing out products left, right, and centre. Because like every month they've got something new coming out, so. Um, there is something for everyone, and you see if, or if you can record in 4K and put something you know quick together where you're just recording in with short real content for socials, or you can still record you know a, a lot of stuff with it. Oh, and god, yeah, it is. So the possibilities are endless. You may be you know restricted in, in some things, but if you can, you know, everything you need out of it, then you know, fair play. I'll, I'll let you have a bit of play about when it, when I next see you. See what you think. See if you can see if you can make any kind of like differences for what you normally used to use them um, to compare to this, and see what you think. It will be interesting because I've, I've got a I've got a plan that I'm going to do uh, next week, I believe. Because um, we're playing Hull. I believe it's a Friday night. I check my car. I'm sure we play. I think it's moving for Sky. I could be wrong, but I'm sure it's going to play in Hull on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and the agency I'm I'm doing stuff for, I believe they're on their side of things. I think there's a photographer who works alongside Hull, so I think he'll get like probably ahead of me for this game with them being. Um, Although he's, he's going to have to travel, but I think he will get like preferential, like you know, ahead of me for this. So I think I'm not going to be doing the whole game. So I'm using that as an opportunity to do some videography stuff outside the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got nothing like major plan. I just basically want to take like a, a, the small rig down and just kind of record outside the stadium because it's going to be a night game. Um, I just want to record like just people going about like the, the night really. You know, it's going to be dark outside the still all the burger vans and just hustle and bustle of people moving around and stuff. I just kind of want to get like in this, like you know, in the zone for it and just record people like heading into the stadium, just a kind of little short reel, uh, something to start doing and just do that. Um, whether anything good comes from it or not, I don't know, but I just fancied using that as a kind of like a blank canvas and just yeah. kind of record that a little short story of you know friends and family and all that kind of stuff going along to the stadium to watch the team to cheer the lads on um you know i'll say this now probably be pissing down <laughs> just get me here uh, damage but that's that's the plan anyway just to see if um see how it goes and then i'll be obviously be interested to see just holding this you know what you've just said there see the difference of weight and everything and, whether it'd be a lot easier just carrying one of those about rather than having to freaking set up a full rig just for that. I think if you have that, what what I've got, it makes things a lot easier because you can literally just you can record vertical um, clips as easy as you can horizontal clips. So yeah. I think having this in your in your tool bag, it'll um, it'll be handy. Like if you wanted to get one eventually, just for just for those run and gun moments, like you said, for the reels, making stories, just just literally pull it out the jacket, open it up, and you're away you go. Rather than just be like. Turn your camera on its side and then hope for the best. So, um, can we just uh, we'll have to just address the small elephant in the room? Um, I don't want to. There was a small game last week. 
in terms of organisation and the police and everything, I never saw one bit of trouble. Like that side of it was, I thought was like looked after really, really well. But um, just you want to capture everything, like that story of the hatred and you know all that build up. It was just absolutely manic. Um, but good to see at the same time, like you know, both fans are giving each other. But I, I'm having to like you know, part was the same, just you know, bite your tongue, reel it in. And all our Sunderland fans obviously singing at the high voice, and I'm just like, right, fuck this, I'm just joining. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, even outside of the players, I'm, I'm like full pelt as well, you know. But that reflects bad. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I just, you know, I'm well in the zone for the game, looking forward to it. And then, as time passes, and you get inside the stadium, and then get down to pitch side, and both sides find the stadium's filling up. You know, I'm watching the Newcastle side, just kind of like. Like anger's starting to appear. <laughs> like, starting to like get the scores because I'm just like kind of like it would go like could they could they actually be in our favour today? But the game goes, and probably the one of the worst things in that moment is obviously with the the whole um, the Wi-Fi went down in the stadium. Well, yeah. I think it did anyway. And you know how I told you about the whole like meltdown I had for the in game. Aye. Uh, yes, that was down to not having the correct settings on the camera. This was just purely down to you couldn't get a full percent across if you tried. Like, I honestly think that the stadium was relying on a hamster on the wheel, and you're trying to get forty odd thousand people like to use the, the Wi-Fi at the same time. It was just disconnect. Well, I don't even get it connected at all. So, I'm having the like the panic of not being able to get any photos across whatsoever. I did a hot just before our time I actually connected, got borrowed one of the wires um from Martin, one of the club photographers that he sorted us out. So I got, got across no problem. But in terms of like like workflow and everything, it was just that side of it getting photos across was an absolute nightmare. But the general photos of it, um again the experience was great. Obviously the result was absolutely shite. <laughs> but um yeah, in terms of getting like photos of like um, you know, the iconic scene of the red and white, the black and white, and challenges coming in left, right, and centre. It was just like a great spectacle to be part of. I just obviously wish the outcome would have been a lot uh, better. But yeah, I, I, it, you know, it was one of them things you just watch and there's nothing you can do. You just gotta just basically get there, document it, and then you know you've got to head out. But the change this time was that um, usually after the game. Everyone just heads back into the media room and then you can just, you know, finish up what you need to do or you can listen to the post-match um, interviews and leave if you wanted to. But this particular game, because we, we oversubscribed, um, they said that the photographers couldn't return. They basically had to, like, leave the stadium after the game or finish everything they needed to do by a pitch side. So I'm still having to get fours across just after the game where I've got fucking, you know, Five six thousand fucking mags opposite across the other side of the stadium, giving it the big one. <laughs> so I'm kind of having to sit there, like still having to like do what I'm doing, hearing all that the other side of the stadium. So I'm just thinking, oh, what a dear. Um, but yeah, it was it was like for the spectacle, it looked class, but uh, for the game, it's just you know it is what it is. But I'm not too down hot about it because I think when you kind of you know not you know. They expect it to happen. I think if you just know, like, oh, well, I have a feeling this is going to happen, so I'm not going to be, like, really shocked and think, I can't believe this, what's what's going on sort of thing. 
it's one of those, oh, well, you know, it's a cool game. On to the next one, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it is just, sadly, just one of those games where we kind of just knew it wasn't going it, to... It, it would be a very, very, very lucky result if we did beat Newcastle because let's face it they're, they're a different side to what they were when we were beating them for fun like all that time like over 10 years ago was it not or something like that I can't remember it's been so long um, yeah I mean the, the fact is mate is the fact like going into this like you know they were in other competitions and giving it the bigging about that and all of a sudden it comes around potentially going to be the biggest game of their season and that's to me sound like you know he's a mac of me saying this but like going into it like they were going in such bad form, um, you know, don't care about little old Sullivan and all that shite. Uh, you know, for, for the for a team who had, again, I'm not just saying because of that, I would say this to any of the fans, like, they had, what, 6,000 or so uh, supporters in there. Coventry, who were there earlier in the season, had nowhere near them. They sounded far more louder than them. Borough did the same. Um, Leeds as well. But, like, Derby, it wasn't as hostile as what I'd imagine it would have been. Yeah. Um, I thought it could have been a lot more, you know, almost all been a bit raw and everything, but I expected it to be a lot more heated. It, it wasn't that at all. In terms of, like, the actual game, you know, it took, like, up to the point of the goal, I thought, like, the game was relatively even. It wasn't really, like, you know, both sides are, you know, Pepper each other's side. It was quite an even game, and I was just obviously unfortunate that um, Dan Ballard scored a long goal. But I think had he not stuck a leg out, um, I don't know if it was Isaac or was it Almiron, possibly way at the back. Uh, he would have went in. So I think he was just trying his best to kind of either deflect it or like put another player off. So it would probably be the goal anyway. Uh, by the by, I didn't think we played that bad at all. It was by chance again, just after half time. The crowd was still well behind the players, um, even all the way through the game. Um, which is obviously Pierre's obviously chance of just lapsing concentration. I think once it was two 0 down, we was just relatively comfortable after that. And I think it was as if we just hid, still give it a good account and try to like push on. But I think the damage had done by that point. Yeah, uh, I agree. Once the, the penalty was given, it was just the case of. Now they would go off. Just there's the, there's the cherry on the top for them. In terms of their idea, we couldn't have fucking wished for better. But the game, mate, like you know, we've had our time for a load of years. They'll have their time for quite a bit, no doubt. It will eventually come back round. Just the case of just as it went. So, oh god, yeah. Just gotta wait and see, really. Could but, be a long time. But, I know. <laughs> I was gonna say like wait and see for the next five years or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> just to wait and see. Just never right. know. But it, it does sound like it was a, a bit of a stressy day. Yeah, I kind of figured it might have been because of the, the amount of coverage that that game would have got because not many people would have been aware. Of. People always tend to remember, people tend to forget, and they need to be reminded uh, from last week is that our, our derbies are, are, canny, are, are canny or pretty special. Like, you've got your, your Celtic and Rangers, which is as hostile as it is. But then you've got nothing compared to the. I think ours is not equally well. Com- apart from last week when like there was literally six thousand Newcastle fans and not not one of them made a peep, uh, throughout the game, um, like, before then like our, our games would be, really like, 
hot, like like in terms of hostility, where it would be literally like blood boiling, carnage, um, like on the cusp of a riot. You know, like you could just you had that kind of like adrenaline going into these games where you just you just don't know. Like, who's going to win it this time? I mean, for, for a period, it was just us, to be fair. It was kind of easy. But um, I never got that vibe for, for Saturday. But then just to, like, when you hear things like, oh, the London derby. I'm like, really? Arsenal v Tottenham? Uh, Chelsea v Fulham? Yeah. Uh, Manchester I City versus Manchester United? Like, uh, like yeah. I just, for, for me... Those those derbies just aren't even close, like for, to ours. And it it's sad that even though we had like six thousand Newcastle fans there, which I'll be honest, I was very surprised with. Um, I thought there would have been more in terms of like chance and um, like hostility. Like I would never welcome violence. Not not a chance, right? That's when I get too. That's when people take it too seriously, but just like on the cusp, you know, like you wind each other up, you're giving it the old big and you, you're giving that like the two finger salutes and you you point to some random person and you just point them and say outside after this game, you you and me, you know that generic uh, fan shit. Um, do you know what it is? Like when Newcastle scored the the penalty, like I, I saw. I don't know if you've seen a clip, mate. Like there's literally like fans literally just, just literally just celebrating casually. Yeah, I saw um, like the highlights. After, you know, I put myself through the piano watching it all again. But you're right. Like, I, I, I just didn't get like whether they've got a lot more touristy fans on their side. I'm not sure. Again, whether they've had the match to guarantee if that is the case. But it was really subdued. Like years gone by, when I've been to derby games, it's been full on like all know each other. Like you know, full on limbs and. This time around, it just wasn't the case at all. Um, even all the way through the game, you, you could barely hear. And you know, obviously, our fans were giving them far much stick. You know, saying like a lot of people said how quiet they were. Like for six thousand, like you know, it's, it's a big amount to make. You know, you've got pretty much a full stand to make a lot of noise. And yeah, the pile up a couple of times. But overall, you know, I've seen teams come to the stadium that bring like just a thousand fans or whatever, and make some like, you know. Give, give them a good count of themselves, even if they could maybe get them beat or whatever, they're still in full voice. And I just thought, like, freaking hell, they could have made... I think if they had come there full voice, they could have made it even worse for us. But most timid amount of um, fans I've seen, you know, for a derby in God knows how long. No, it's a shame that as well, like, because... I, I, like, all, most of my mates are mags. Um, more, most of them are mags as well. Um... And I just, I didn't know, like, it just, like, I walked into Morbeth when the full, first goal went in. Um, and I didn't know, like, it just sounded like the it wasn't as met with as much eruption, is that the right word? Then I was expecting limbs, like, in the bar, but there was just knee limbs. It was, it was just like, the stood up and went, get in, and that was it. And I'm like, uh, that it? You're not going to, like... You know, throw your pints in the air and what have you. Like, which obviously it's in a, it's in a been, bar. Like previous years, it's been more of like an even playing field. The case of like who wants it more, and you know, one team might be going into better form or better, maybe not better players. But it always, it's always been like that. You just never know with either team where 
this time around, it's, you know, again, like the, the, the photos at the end, where obviously they get on the pitch all, getting the team huddle photo. They haven't done that team fucking photo for God knows how long. I know. <laughs> so, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you come to our place to do that. Yeah, your mommy's want to rub salt in the wounds. But when you realistically think how much is being spent between the two teams and the league apart and everything else, it's like kind of like, fuck me. Like, imagine if this was like the other way around. Yeah, we'll probably like think it was funny, but like, I think you would, I expect everyone else to be thinking, fucking how sad he is. I know. You know what I mean? Like, it's as if like both teams are going at the top of the league, going for like a league, league title, you know, it's like, oh, where? Like, you've been walloped every other week and you come here and you try to do that. It's like fucking unreal. But, you know, let them have the moment. We've had a few laughs over the past previous years. Just the case of obviously our time, we've gone for a bit of a turmoil over the past um, few weeks, mate. Obviously, I can, you know, a lot of stuff being said about the whole Black Cat's Bar situation, the, 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 the way the fans are feeling about and ownership and the like and whether it's the manager and loads of other things it's just i don't know it's a bit of a gray area at the moment yeah and yeah it's I going agree. we're going into january's month of like thinking it just feels like every freaking transfer window it's the biggest one of our you know our history because i don't know how it's going to pan out we've got people so many more players coming in but yeah we've got far too many already in so you're gonna to have to ship a lot of people out to balance it out and you know the way things are going it's just i don't know i mean i, I like to think we might push on but i, I just don't know I'm, I'm, there's a big question mark of how it's going to go this the rest of the season um we've already had some bad results and i think you know the next four games who i'm looking at you've got what ipswich saturday you've got whole the week after uh we've got store coming up I can't remember who the other team is. I don't know if it's in between that or not. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like when you start to think when we're going to get how many points we're going to get, you just, it's game is a big question mark because it could go one of either way. We could, we could do really well and be surprised, or it could be, be either way and be like, fucking, what's going on? I, um, I think all we can really do is just see what happens between now and the end of the season. I mean, I'm not really going to lose any sleep if I don't go up. But um, for you, I'd imagine it's going to be quite a hard thing to do to try and just, A, cover the games um, and also try not to lose your shit if we get beat or lose your shit if we win. So um, good luck with that, by the way. <laughs> I expect it to be like a lot worse. Um, cause I don't know if you saw earlier on a day, like um, it just came with me Twitter feed with some like... Uh, was it Iranian or Iraqi uh, photographer? Like, oh, I saw up, this. I uh, saw this. Got, up, got upset because obviously his team got knocked out of the, um, the Asia Cup or something. Uh, yeah, an Iraqi photographer, the moment his country got knocked out of the, uh, the last Asian Cup, obviously he's full of tears and all that. I was like, aye, that was me last week. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But uh, honestly, I, I thought I'd be a lot more angry. I think it was just kind of like, oh, well, expected it. I think I was more really more pissed off with the way I went down the borough. Yeah. I was just sitting there going, hey, fuck this, get me out of here. I know, I know, I, I totally feel you. No, I totally one hundred percent feel you how 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 that went. Um I, I just I, I was kind of just like that I just just want to just close me me phone off. 
Because it was nice to be, to be able to go down to Rotherham just before the new year, where me and my son went down, and it was just nice to be able to, like... I could have put myself forward for it, but I was like, no, I want to go to a away game, take him, and just have that, like, freedom to be in the crowd and just enjoy it. And obviously, that first half, fuck me, it was just, like... It was tough ass to watch, like, um, but fair play, the players come out and, you know, I think, you know, on a different game, we could have probably easily won that in the second half, just the fact that it wasn't going for us in the end, but um, the fact when equalised, then to be able to have that, like, just that release, you know, where mm-hmm. you I'm just having to, like, I could be like that, but I've got to focus it on, like, getting celebrations. It was actually quite nice to just fucking lose a fuck once. Aye. Been like a long time coming, but then again, you just think it's only you know, it's an equaliser against Rotherham for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say, I it's nothing really you could go and lose your limbs over, but to be fair, like any day when it comes to like if you can't to Rotherham or whatnot, you know what I mean? Like you can't just but, fucking lose your limbs to it. I know, but it was, it was the panics of where our seats were, they were right near their fan. Obviously, when they went up, they were giving it the biggest, which was quite nice to be able to give it a lot back. Um. But I was, you know, I kind of, you know, two hour trip there and back. It wasn't that bad. Um, but yeah, just a nice to really like have that release for a while because, you know, it's good big being all pitch side and doing all like the games where you do miss that, like, you know, the human element of just being with, like, whether you're with friends, family, or whatever, to like have that release of emotion if you see, you know, if it's particularly a good goal or it's the winner, you know, it's just nice to have that where. I haven't felt that for quite a while, having to like, stay in the zones. So it's, you know, it's somehow I'm still battling with. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll see it over the line. Um, <coughs> hopefully, you know, I don't think we're going to get up. To be honest with you, yeah, I've, I've I've already resigned myself unless we have such an amazing um, turn of form. But I just kind of the way things are going. I just kind of see it. I feel like we're probably likely to more drop off than we are. Yeah. I've no doubt the players can, they can play to their ability. I, I just feel like going into, in terms of this time of last season, I, I just feel like that spark or something's gone. Like they don't have, I don't know where it is, if I can't put my finger, but I just, I'm not feeling as content as I was. Um, this time last year, but I think we're in about the same spot anyway. So again, you never know. We could have a great January, like we could recruit some good players, and you know, you just never know. But you know, that's what it's like with football. You could win one week, like everyone thinks, oh, we're gonna fucking win the lot, and the next week you get walloped, and like, oh, fucking great. <laughs> so, which kind of basically see what pans out, but who knows? Nah, well, you know, we won't really know anything really until like March where we're gonna. Look at it, but what about? I know you mentioned the start of the, the top of the podcast. Um, now you said that you know fresh starts and targets and what have you. Have you had any kind of thought to think what what you want to do this year? Like, I, I know a year is a long time, and I don't believe in resolutions. Um, because I think, um, I think some people stick to it, and I admire people who do that. For instance, if they wanted to lose weight, if they wanted yeah. to run a half marathon like the Great North Run, or um, they wanted to try something new, like I don't know, uh, like photography maybe. Um, for you, because I, I, I hate you hit the word client, I hit the word goals. What are your goals? It sounds so corporate, man. It's ridiculous. 
Like, I, know, like, I haven't really like put a list of like 2024 goals, what I want to do. I think only one thing that I wanted to do a, a lot more of is video. Mm. Now, that could be just, you know, anything, whether it's just short form stuff, doing more drone work, kind of like, I don't know, just I feel like I need to do a lot more with it and just experiment a lot more. Um, that was like one of the things I was thinking, like 2023 is coming to a close, what I want to look into next, next year. Um, cause if I feel like as if I already kind of like achieved, like wasn't achieved, but I kind of did what I was hoping I would get out of that last year. And I'm thinking like this year, I'll, I'll, I'll spend more time doing more photos. I want to do a lot more video, but then it's kind of like, like, what do I want to record? Am I recording just stuff on the build up of a game, but then I put more pressure on my own workload on the route of a game? Mm. Or do I just take video stuff of just kind of documenting the day of like little highlights of, you know, through the person's eyes if they're going down to say the course for the day or go to Durham for the day or something like that? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just want to kind of just do a bit of more video and just have a bit more like play about with like color green and just I don't know just doing bits like that. When anything great comes around, I don't know. I just more like say I just want to just get in that little zone and just take the camera with us, not have a massive rig up to me, just that with an ND foot on the front and just kind of record whatever and just play about that. With that, that was the only thing I could think of going into this year. I mean, how about yourself? Same. Um, I think having I don't. I haven't really thought about it to be fair. Like, I mean, I've got a wedding this year, so I've kind of opened the the books to doing weddings, but very very small weddings. So, um, I'm I'm, I'm I would like to add more weddings to the the list. Um, purely just just very very small weddings, just to get me confidence up because I think that's one thing that I've been too shy with. I know that's where the money is technically, but there are way better um, wedding photographers out there than me. But if I can just sort of cut my teeth into one or two more like weddings than I know that I have since 2021, then that would be great. Um, I'd love to do more video as well. Definitely want to do some more vertical stuff um, because I think that's like an untapped resource, isn't it, for us? Like if I think a lot of us tend to... I've noticed a trend where we, we do a lot of clips... And they come out wonderful, but we always slap them on the on the side and tell people the slight to rotate the phone, which I think I, I don't mind it to be fair, but um some people are quite fickle with that. So getting to know how to colour grade correctly and not just whack a um like a, a LUT on and hope for the best, like just like break a LUT down. What can I do to make it different? And, um just keep work just keep looking to use the 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 pocket threes for more than just football. So I mentioned like doing maybe more stuff like I want to get involved with wrestling because I love wrestling and there's loads of really good local like wrestling companies. Now some have got their own video videographers, which I will never go in and step on step on toes. They've got their own set up, so I don't want to step on toes at all. But I would love to just get involved with just like a local one and just just throw some videos about just to help promote them. You know. Um, what else was it? I did try to do some golf stuff last year, and I just I just ran out of time personally. 
Um, so maybe I can jump back on that now that the golf season sort like the door is slowly opening up to the golf season, and I haven't, I can't play golf still because of me back. Um, but I would love to get back and do some actual like professional golf photography, like it's got proper golf events, like PGA similar events. I know that the UK Masters um, is due to be back at the Belfry, I think it is. So I might put some early inquiries to say, like, is there a chance of like getting a media pass there just to get some photos of photography? You know, imagine having a, that on your portfolio. Um, that'd be great. Um, I go on the basis, mate, of like, until you get told no, then just see every opportunity as, a, as like a possibility. Yeah. That's I, that's the way I just see it. I'd rather be told, no, you're not allowed, or no, we can't. At least you know where you stand, rather be like, can I pour through? Or no, I would want to like, like annoy someone or make someone too busy they can't like accommodate like just i was going to base unless i don't get told you like you can't do this then you just never know that's yeah, exactly. kind of like a lot of the opportunities have come my way has been of the case of like i'll just try and push this as far as i can until someone says right stop what you're doing or yeah no you we can't allow you unfortunately so i was if that's one thing Take advice. You could use it in life or anything, really. Just if anything, if you've got your eyes set on something you really want to, then try your best and just keep plugging out because you just never know. You someone might say, "Oh yeah, we'll probably give you a pass for it," or you just never know. Exactly. So if that's me. You want to tap into? Then just you know, by all means, just go for it as, as best you can, and you you might be surprised with the outcome. Well, that's exactly the kind of mindset I'd like to go into this year. Is just um, <laughs> ask and then. Um... Like ask, and if it's a no, then it's a no. Like these, these, you know, shy bands getting out, etc., etc. Um. So that 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 for me is um, what I'll what I'll be doing is is just asking, asking away, and just and, and see what happens. And um, but that you know, I would love to just to add more strings to the bow this year, rather than just the football route. I mean, the football route's great, but when it comes to summer, like this, what else is there? There's nothing really, so getting involved with the golf would be great because it's a sport that I love. Athletics as well because it's a it's a sport that, that you know made me sort of like the 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 tough cookie and sport lover that I am today. Um, just things like that, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's always there's always a door that's open, and until the it, until someone shuts the door and says you can't do it, then I'm just going to knock on the door and see what happens. Like, what, what's the worst that can happen? I get told no. Fair enough. Like, th- I think the other side of that is like, I wouldn't like to think that if you keep, you know, the reality is most things, you, you never get everything you want. But mm. I go on the base, if you keep getting told no, don't let that put you off. I know it can be like demoralising and be just like, oh, fucking mate, I'm sick of I'm getting nowhere. You've just got to kind of still like, enough for your to keep chipping away because eventually one door will open. Uh, and I suppose it's down to yourself to use that opportunity. I mean, other factors come to play, whether the weather plays the game or whatever, like you've just got to, you know, see that opportunity and hopefully you can get something good off the back of it where you can use that as like a, you know, something to build from and then plug and say, look, well, to go to the next person, well, I've done this before, and they might go, oh, I like your stuff. It's just my opportunity and, like, you know, grabbing it with both hands when it comes. Well, that's the thing. That's what I've got to do. It's just, just keep trying, keep plugging away, and see what happens. Like, what was it? There was, there's a gym that's opened down in South Shields, which I said, um, 
look, if you need some snaps and, and videos, just shout. I, I literally live around the corner, and it's like it's been done out, um, which, you know, they've, they've asked for, for prices, and I've sent them, and they haven't said no. So I might go back to them and say, look, what are you thinking? And I've, you know, do you want some done? Like, I, I'm happy enough to, 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 like, donate, like, half an hour of my time to do a couple of free ones for you just to get the ball rolling because I know that that's not how... People listen to this going, are you fucking stupid giving free pictures? Do you know what it is? When a business spends a lot of money refurbing a gym like they have, they probably don't have any money at all to pay someone to come in professionally and do it. So if I can come in and go, give us three or four places that you really want shot to look, like you know, that you want to look good, and I'll do it for now for you. And they'll appreciate that. And maybe if it, if they're good enough, they'll come back and be like, oh, actually, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll come back to you when we've, we've got a bit more money because um, I think things like that could do people the world of good, if, I, if I'm honest with you. Like, I know some people do um, take the piss when they clearly have money, but then they try and be clever with it and be like, oh, actually, we'll want these for free. Um but other people out there, when you see business like that who have you know spent a lot of money on refurbing a gym, for instance, and they've got probably little to nothing to throw at stuff like that, other than to keep the the lights hot in the in the gym and what have you, I don't mind going back to them in a, a say like a week's time to say, look, I t- I understand. Yeah, if if budgets are tight, I'll happily give you like I said like half an hour of me time to come in. Tell us three places you want to really focus on for a for a video, um, or some snaps, and I'll do it f- for free. Um, and they, they might appreciate that, or they might take the piss. At least it's one a bit of exposure for me, which that old cliche of "we'll pay an exposure," get might get thrown around. Um, but also it, it you know the business might turn around and go, "We really appreciate that you actually thought of us, and realized how much money we've spent. Um, we'll will to come have you come back." So you don't know things like that. Like I would love again wrestling. I've mentioned it. I would love to get involved with a wrestling show. Um, I've just got to pick the right show and just find which ones that you know that are willing to have us there. So there's no door that can be one door closes and another another one will open. As as that cliche goes, and I, and I fully believe that with with 2024 for me, it's just making sure that I'm healthy, which is again really cliche. But I'm at a gym. I'm back running, so I'm losing that timber that I picked up over Christmas that we all tend to do. Unless you've got your, you know, a sickness bug and you're just, you know, losing weight by the minute <laughs> with things like going to the toilet every now and then. Uh, or, and, and also just, I do what you do, develop the video stuff a bit more because I think, um, I think like you, I think I've got too comfortable behind the lens for doing stills and not really pressed hard enough to do video as much. Also, Photoshop. I've fell right off the wagon with Photoshop. Um, big yeah, style. I think, yeah, I think because I was enjoying doing all that like poster type stuff before. Yeah. Then it like kind of getting back into the grill. What I would have loved to have done going into this season was kind of like any spare time I did have to kind of like do like a poster like per game. Um, on the road reach game, but again, just obviously with all the like copyright infringement and all that stuff, it's kind of like your hands are tied. Like, obviously, you get the shots that you want to use, but um, yeah, like you say, I was well into it now. I haven't kind of used it as nowhere near as much since. Um, 
bar the odd like you know depending on what I want to use it but nowhere near as much now it's kind of like now I've got dust on it because <laughs> I, I barely use it as much it's again like rooms there uh, again took the massive priority um but yeah I mean again going into this year I mean you're right like I, I think that's the only real like thing for me I, I think last year I had like a, like a long list of I want to do this I want to do that and managed to accomplish most but I thought this year I, I kind of like not so much taking a step back I'm just kind of not going into this year as like full on I don't know if that might change going into later in the year and something might spark but I just kind of I'm more easing myself into this year rather than thinking right I need to go and do this got to get that done I'm just kind of like thinking whatever comes around happens um I don't know I don't know what it is. I, I just don't feel as if I'm going to be as busy this year, which not, not no issue with it. But I, I think that gives us more time to focus more on just again getting behind the camera and doing a lot more like video work, just recording B-roll and bits of here, there, and everything, and putting some daft little reels together and just see what comes with. And yeah, we'll have to wait and see. That's the thing. All we can really do is I think everyone who jumps on the old New Year, New Me um, thing is. Like I've noticed it in the gym, like, uh, like the the first week I was I was fully anticipating the gym to be manic, and it wasn't. And then the second week of January, when technically everyone went back, was just I, I looked on the app because the app tells you how many people go, and there was like 120 to 130, 140 people were going to that gym, and I thought, oh fuck that. So I'm waiting for that just to like settle down a little bit. Um, and that's what I'm thinking with 2024 is going to be like. I think it's very easy for us to just be like, we're going to do this and this and this, like you've mentioned. And then say three or four months on the la- down the line, we're like, oh, oh shit, yeah, I was supposed to do this, wasn't I? Oh, fuck. And then by the end of the year, you're like, oh, I've, I've accomplished nothing. Because when I look back, um, I didn't really accomplish much. Like, um, I saw like yourself and a couple of others were putting like, their, their best pictures out of the year. I didn't do that because, and it sounds really sad, but none of my pictures were well liked, <laughs> like to to warrant to put out favorites. Um, but I think like the one thing that if I if I think about it now, the one thing that stood out was getting the Aurora twice in a year. That was massive for me. That because getting it once was on the bucket list straight away, but to get it twice. Um, was fucking pretty special. Like that, I, I, that was a highlight for me. Like I knew that was going to be a calendar seller, and a, possibly I thought it was going to be a print seller, but it wasn't. Um, but just experiencing it for the first time in my life, like properly, properly. Like I've, I, I, I tried to take a picture of it back in twenty twenty one, and I, I didn't have the kit then. Um, but to to experience it, like to see it with my eyes, like to see like it dancing and then to take a picture of it and, and make it come to life almost. That's that was a highlight for me that like um I had the I had the drone for a year at this point. I never really used it as much. Um and uh yeah, I mean I you got I got some nice shots of Craig Park, I suppose, and um I didn't really make much video content with it apart from Morpeth stuff. Like I didn't like I really wanted to make some kind of like film with it, but I I just had time. Like I didn't have time. Like I, this like last year, the start of last year, 
I went from a, a job where it was fairly flexible when you you know you could you could start at like half eight and finish at half four to a job where you you, finish, you start at eight and you finish at five so you know by the time you get home it's like half five quarter to six and and when it gets to winter you're kind of thinking well I've got no daylight to, to do anything and then when it comes to weekends that's almost written out because I'm doing more of stuff on a Saturday, whether it's home or away or at home and physically, if it's too far of a trip. Um, Sundays, um, either editing or um, possibly going out for a shoot or, I don't know, like Sunday tends to be the one, but then everyone else seems to be, you probably know this as well, like everyone's just, that's when everyone wants to go out, and rightly so, because it's it's a Sunday, but um, yeah, I, I don't know where I was going with that, to be fair, like me, I've lost, I've lost my trail of thought. <laughs> <laughs> aye, we'll finish, aye, aye, I'll finish on that one um, we'll wait and see 2023 was fine it wasn't anything in particular of a highlight um, uh, for me f- photography wise but 2024 I don't know and I, I'd, I'd hate to say I'm going to do all these things but I would like to tick at least one of those things off by the end of you know by maybe this time next year if we're doing another catch up um, and, and hopefully we have this podcast going at the same time as well. Yeah, I mean, it saved like I think because I've got such more of like a relaxed approach going at this year. Um, I know obviously the time of the year we've got you know it's still winter months and still you know as soon as you're finishing work it's still dark but obviously it's getting lighter two minutes every day. Like one thing I was hoping to do a lot more of um, this year is aside from the sports more landscape stuff um now whether that's still kind of here in the northeast or further afield uh at christmas my girlfriend goes a tripod which you get i think most people would think what do you get for christmas and it's like you see a clothes got money got this that and the other i got a tripod it was like yay fucking tripod Nice. Um, <laughs> the simple yeah. things, honestly. Like, I'll tell you mine when you get yours. Not honestly. I was honestly, yeah, when I saw on Christmas Day, I was buzzing. Like, probably, like, you know, years ago, would I have woke up and someone planted a tripod in front of me? I think, what the fuck's it? <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, I was like, like, you know, in terms of like, the model and the make and everything, I'm just like in awe. It's going to be like a game changer for what I want to do compared to the one I still use. Because I want to have. It's like it's it served its purpose, but like in terms of like anything high wind or whatever, I could never trust it. I was always kind of like even doing like long exposure, I was kind of like having my hand hovering above the camera just in case any wind would knock it and think it could fall on the floor. But um, the Ben one I've got now was just like it's incredible. Like in terms of the only downside of it is it's, it's, it's weight. It is quite heavy to carry around, but in terms of like the the if I'm going to do anything like in the storms or whatever, I shouldn't have an issue with it. So, like you said before, to capture like the northern lights at the time of the year, hopefully, early part of this year, I might be able to get it again and actually have a lot more better um, joy with it compared to catching the tail end of it down after the firework display. Um, so, that's something I'm kind of more keen to get this year and do a lot more of just getting back out whether it's early for sunrise or sunset somewhere so like the lights get lighter and have more time to plan and prep for that type of stuff so that's I think I'm more relaxed going into that way of thinking compared to the how busy it was last year um, in amongst that still going to be a lot of like drone stuff um, and yeah that's pretty much how it's going to be for 
Only 24 minutes. All we can do is wait and see. Can't we? Like, all we can yeah. do is wait and see. That's all we're going to do. And then just take things as it comes. That, that... Well, I, I didn't think for one second the majority of stuff that happened last year was going to happen. I never like planning thought, right, I need to get the type of shots on it. be This is going to happen. I, I'd say pretty much what three quarters of all the things I made happen last year. I did not have an idea that were going to happen. So you just never know. You just never know what could, you know, it could be someone could message or an opportunity may arise and you just think, oh, and I didn't expect this speaking mid-January. So you just never know. Yeah, well, all we can do is just wait and see, mate. So, um, hopefully, this time next year we'll have, I don't know what one one episode seventeen, I think, if you include it after Amy's episode. So maybe we might, uh, you know, it's, this type might be close to fifty. Don't know, depending on how what what we're like. I mean, getting a fifty would be fucking class. Never mind getting a ten. When we were talking about it when we first started it. Um, so yeah, just little things like that. Just we'll take it as it comes, can't we, mate? I figured that could be a nice way to wrap things up. What do you reckon? Yeah, Miss. Um, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, what are you doing this week then? How's your week looking? If we're going to wrap things up, like let's let's get ahead. Let's, let's talk about the the weekend ahead. Let's get back on the horse, not punching them. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the plan was that I was supposed to be through their place this weekend for their game against Man City. Um, so that was all intentions. So earlier, I think it was in December that they said, right, what games do you want to cover? And I saw that on the calendar. I thought, oh, it'd be actually quite nice to go and see Man City get a full opportunity with likes of their players. Um, obviously, cover the other side as well. But I put that within the calendar schedule and it was all intentions of uh, doing that. But uh, the other day, I got confirmation that it, was, um, it wasn't allowed, it wasn't approved. So mm. I'm guessing they've got far too many... Um, people ahead in the queue uh, to cover it, so which in a way it's kind of been a blessing because how I'm feeling right now, I just feel like death. So, <laughs> um, the idea of having a you know, it's like in general when you feel like shit, <coughs> excuse me, blew the speakers off there. Um, <laughs> but you have to go all the way through someone, you, you, your body's just kind of be up at the best of times, and you're having to go through there. And obviously, you look all your gear, and it's, it's, it's a hard, it's a hard battle, anyway. Yeah. So um, the fact of being um, denied in a way it's kind of probably worked for the best because really how I'm feeling I just can't be chilled. So that was the plan initially. So I think it's going to be quite a chilled weekend. I mean, obviously we're playing away at Ipswich on Saturday. Um, I think the women's team are playing on the Sunday, but I think I'm just going to, the way I'm feeling, I'm just, like my body needs to recharge and rest. Um, for this weekend. So, how about yourself? What's going on? Are they all both playing at home, or no? They're away to um, Gainsborough, so not a long journey by any stretch. Um, it's only a couple of hours down towards Leeds, I think. I believe last time I checked, so it's not a, not too far. So, I'll be going away to that. Um, that's me. Pretty much me. Saturday covered. Sunday will be editing. Um, I've got a photo shoot with the family on. Sunday, so um, I'll be doing that. Um, and that's it. That's my weekend. I mean, I'm I'm already counting down to my first holidays at the end of the month because <laughs> I'm knackered. <laughs> it's like I'm just. I don't know about you, right? But have you found like did you did you go back to work this literally the the day after New Year's? Yeah, so I had um, 
added the extra bonus, I don't go back to the third. Right. So I went back on the second, and because it was, I, I, I thought, oh, going back would be a lot, it'd be like it's a short week, not much of beyond, so all I can do is do my own little thing ahead of the week after. Mate, I was knackered by Wednesday. Like, I, like Wednesday, Thursday, I was absolutely done in, but I think that's because we've been in a routine of getting up at whenever we want and doing whatever we want in the day and not back to the, the grind. But um, I, I think um, after, like, for, for the end of this month, I, I'm already looking forward because I'm, I'm going to watch the Royal Rumble. Um, I love the Royal Rumble, being a wrestling fan. And I know that um, sometimes I, I've noticed now I'm at a particular uh, age of a mid-30. Um, I, I, I can't recover from a lack of sleep after just one day, so I've had to take two. Is <laughs> so, that on the right side or wrong side of 30? That's uh, the... Or in the club. Uh, I'm trying to think what date I've tour. So the Royal Rumble's over the last weekend of the month, and I've taken the Monday and Tuesday off. Is that what you mean? More your age, really. So oh, your age. Sorry, I thought you meant the days off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm 35. So I've only just crossed the mid thirty threshold, um, but compared to ten years ago when I could probably watch say a Royal Rumble on the Sunday, have the day off Monday, and be right as rain on Tuesday, that just just doesn't happen anymore. Not anymore, it doesn't. Nah, especially when it comes to booze as well. I've noticed that as well recently. Um, I can't drink particularly. I can't drink particular brands of drink now. So lagers are gone can't drink i can have a pint and then that's it um red wine's a thing i've now so like a fine like a fine wine i'm aging oh, wonderfully sophisticated now are you? oh too mate i i i'll dabble between a regular wine bottle and a corkscrew bottle and i know if i've got a corkscrew oh, bottle. little cheese pot around christmas time right oh, oh yeah 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 oh honestly mate i am living the high life at the minute because for my birthday Nah, absolutely not. Uh, for my birthday, um, I just got loads of red wine off me mates, um, and a new sofa. I've got a new sofa for the flat as well. So I'm living. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm a bit of a. I'm big, big grown up, shall we say? I feel a bit more grown up now. I've got an actual sofa, not just a bloody chair to myself. <laughs> I can actually have people around for the flat now and visit it. <laughs> but. No, it's alright, man. It sounds like we've got a good weekend going, but um, we'll leave it like that. So we're not, you know, chewing. And losing people by the minute by what alcoholic beverage I prefer and uh, what my flat looks like because no one needs to hear about that. Um, so yeah, it, it sounds like we've got a canny little like what way different spectrums in terms of busyness because it sounds like you've got a chilled one slash a time to recover, dare I say, uh, and I've got a busy one with Morbus. So it sounds a bit and and a shoot as well. So it sounds like we've got a bit of a a frantic. A frantic way to start off the new season of the podcast, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, especially this year, who knows what will happen. I'm looking forward to it like I did last year. If, anything, if there's anything as good as last year, then great. Um, you just got to keep an open mind and kind of take on any opportunity that comes your way. Obviously, it's more beneficial to get out there with the camera at ground level or the drone or whatever it happens. As long as you, like we said before, as long as you're having fun with what you're doing, because... I'm hoping, and I'll say this now, I just hope I'm not going to go into this year any points having, like, again, multiple burnouts, because I just cannot be true with it, because it really does. Uh, I think as each burnout comes along, you get more 
lose your say before you said before the start of this you said you lose your mojo for it you just kind of get into that swing and the vibe for it so that's why i think i'm not going to take as much um on this year i just want to kind of look into this year i don't mind i think i want to take on what's going to be quite interesting and enjoyable rather than like doing it for doing sake yeah so we'll see anyway that's all we can do really. that's all we really do and i think that's quite a nice way to wrap things up so um if you're listening, you've got this far. God bless you. <laughs> well done, um, and thank you for listening. And sorry if it has been a while between podcasts. Um, I think just in terms of just between December and now, I think just not just like just work life, but just life in general, just caught up with us, and we're like, we just needed a break. Um, not just in case of burnout, but just Christmas work-wise timing it just wasn't it just wasn't able to be done um and we'll, we'll hope to have the amy podcast out by then but again it's just life just life rolls on life gets in the way unfortunately and, um but we're back and hopefully back to regular scheduling um if i don't have a a, a breakdown about sycamore gap tree again uh, or uh, <laughs> Ross has an argument with a Newcastle fan, or, or something oh, like that. That's to be expected at some point. As, but but what? Hopefully, when listening to this, you would have um, tuned in for the Amy um, interview. If you haven't, go listen to it because it is really, really good in terms of not just chemistry, like between me, Ross, and Amy, how we all just just click when we're talking. You would never think like when I when I listened back to it, it was like you would think I was listening and thinking. We've never met Amy ever, ever, ever. I've only talked to her like online, um, but you would always think that we've known each other for ages, or just like we've just, we've, you know what I mean, like like a, like, a, like a, oh, good mates and stuff like that. Um, I was going to say, yeah, it felt like that. It felt like as if like we were talking for like five minutes, and you were like, oh, we'll 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 leave it there, and we'll revisit it another day. I was like, well, let me just get into the swing of it. I know, I know, I know. So hopefully. Um, Maybe later down the year we'll get Amy back when it's like summertime when it's not frantic, and yeah, maybe and and maybe Wrexham are potentially staring at League One in the face, um, or maybe she can bring Ryan Reynolds with her for something. I don't know. We'll see. Um, <laughs> so we'll leave it there. Um, and just if you if you listen to this, if you have got any questions, fire them our way. To either Matt to either Ross's Instagram or Twitter account or Facebook account or my Facebook account uh, or Twitter account or Instagram account or even the pages, uh, social medias. Five questions away, we'll answer them as best we can. Can't guarantee we'll have all the answers, but we'll give it a go. Um, if you haven't already, give the give the podcast a like, a rating because it helps us out and you know pushes the podcast back up to someone's feed, I suppose. Um, and all that's left to say is thanks for listening and um, it's goodbye from me and goodbye from my broadcast partner, Ross. Yeah, here for Sky, PT, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the, I'm waiting for the uh, subpoenas to come in now for copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, I might, I probably will do. Yeah, it's been a blast and we'll catch you on the next one.